Alright folks, and you have hit the download button on the Survivalist Podcast, and this is our third episode, and uh, as always, you could check out all of our old episodes on survivalistpodcast.org, and as well as folks, we also too, we have a little bit of news today as far as housekeeping goes, as we kind of get the podcast kind of revving up here on a weekly basis. Uh, well, so far we posted a couple shows actually over the last couple of days, but uh, a couple of things we have going on as far as housekeeping is we uh, we officially got our iTunes link, so we will officially be showing up uh, in the iTunes store here shortly. So those of you that want to listen to us on your iPhones now available to the iTunes store. I did submit the feed to the Google Play Store for those of you with Android. And, of course, you can subscri- subscribe to the shows if you go to our site, survivalistpodcast.org. You can click on the uh, the buttons. I do have the the button set up to forward. If you have an Android, you can subscribe to the show that way. Or now on iTunes, you can just do it right through the app. But you can also click on, it on our website on your mobile device, and it will take you right to our feed on the iTunes store. So all that is all set up on Twitter, survivalistpod, and facebook.com slash survivalistpodcast. So, some, so today, folks, we're going to talk about something here. Uh, we talked about go bags the other day, or sorry, EDC bags. I'm sorry, I'm getting that, uh, thinking about go bags. I've been getting the uh, show together for the go bag. Eventually, we're going to do it, but not just yet. But I want to talk about something, folks, uh, today. You know, the show is about, again, you know, helping everybody live a better life through being prepared. And one of the things I do want to talk about that's a very, very real possibility, folks, is the possibility of surviving a disaster but this disaster is a little different this is surviving the disaster of losing your job now i know you guys are saying well what does that have to do with uh prepare with being a survivalist well with survivalists we're preparing for everything and this is one of the things you have to be prepared for uh it's a very real possibility you could at some point lose your job and when you lose your job a lot of people i know a lot of you are saying well i'm prepared i'll get unemployment you're not always going to get unemployment if you lose your job. I don't know if you folks know this or not. I'm gonna, I want to say this to you. You're not always guaranteed unemployment, just so you know that, okay? It's a real possibility you may not get it. And if you do get unemployment, you don't get 100% of your salary. So, you know, if you're only if you're used to getting, you know, 1000 a week, you may only be getting 800 a week. You may be getting actually less than that even. Uh, it all depends on the system and how it's set up and what your employer is paying and all that. There's a whole thing behind that. So, uh, you know, folks, you may not get it. A lot of people say, well, if I can file this to collect, yeah, it's not always that simple. So I do want to, and you know, let you guys know that. that You know, just saying, well, I'm going to get unemployment. That, you're not always guaranteed to get unemployment. So make sure you know that, okay? It's not, you're not always guaranteed that. So we're going to go over a couple things today that can help you prepare for being unemployed, for not having a job. Okay, uh, a couple things we'll talk about. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, though, as far as being prepared for uh, losing your job, is the first thing you should definitely, definitely, definitely be prepared for, okay, as far as unemployment, okay, is you should have some money set aside in a savings. Now, I know every financial advisor out there will tell you, well, how, you should have six months of bills in a savings account. And I, I agree with them, but I, I know that's hard to do. It's hard to do. It's hard to have all that money sitting in a savings account somewhere. I'm not saying you shouldn't have it. I'm just saying it's going to be hard to do, especially, you know, with 
I mean, it's just, it's just a tough thing to do. How do you, you know, to keep all that money safe somewhere? Especially, you know, you have emergencies, you have disasters and all that kind of stuff, you know. Hot water tank goes in the house, the roof needs to be replaced, something like that. It's a very difficult thing to do to keep, you know, to keep that much money there. I know you can say, well, I can use it, replenish it, you know, and, and I'm not going to lie. My wife and I, we, we have a little, we have some, you know, money put aside for emergencies and all that, but it's hard. You know, sometimes you just, you got to use it uh, or use the credit card, which is just as worse. So... I know it's tough, but definitely, folks, have that emergency fund out there. You know, definitely be prepared that you're going, you know, if you lose your job, you're going to have to tap that money. And know that, too, okay? Very, very, very important. And you might want to say, if you know, now, if you know you're going to lose your job, you may want to start building that fund up, okay? So don't just say, hey, you know, when I lose my job, I'll start putting that money away. It's, you know. You gotta be you know prepared. Or if I hear I'm gonna lose my job, I'll just start putting that money away. It doesn't work that way, folks. It, it normally you don't know you're going to lose. Now some companies you do, okay. Especially like like a lot of these companies that do layoffs so that they normally will let, give you some advance notice, maybe a month or so. Um, some companies that you know are shutting down and moving overseas, you know you may know about that you know six months in advance or so. But most of us are not going to know that we're gonna lose our job. You know, um, you know, with, with six months' notice to start stocking money away, it just doesn't happen, folks. That's just not the, uh, that's unfortunately just not the way it is. A lot of times you may walk in on a Friday and they may say, hey, you're, you know, you're, you're done. Uh, that'll, that's a very real possibility as well. So you're going to have to try to think and be prepared for that to actually go ahead and, and happen. So start building up your emergency fund now. And, uh, you know, hey, if you, if you ever need it, you know, good for you. you. You know, if you have kids, you have a lot in there. You some of it towards their college later on in life, stuff like that. But you should have that emergency fund uh, prepared. One of the things you should do, folks, and I'm telling you this now from experience, and this is just me. You don't have to. Uh, I, even well, I'm, I'm self-employed, so it's a little bit different. But uh, when I was working for somebody in, in, my, in my early 20s, um, I always had a, a side business on the side. I always had little ads running in classifieds. I was just advertising on the internet and stuff like that because, you know, you just never, you just never knew when you were going to, you know, when you were going to need extra money or when it's a possibility of you losing your job or anything like that. So I always kept a side gig uh, to always keep a little extra money coming into the house in case for some reason, you know, I, I did lose my job. Uh, I would have at least the side gigs bringing in extra money along with any you know unemployment or compensation I may have. So uh, that was something I always did. You may want to do that as well. You know, and it doesn't have to be necessarily on hours. You can do it after work or, or on the weekends, some of that. But it's, it's a good way of making. You know, if you're you know if you work for a contracting company, you know you you know you you do a lot of you guys do do side jobs and stuff like that. But if you're a computer person, you know, advertise computer repair. You know, a plumber. You can do work on the side, all that stuff. So. Uh, there's always stuff you can you can do on the side. And there's always work from home businesses as well you can do. Uh, there's all that kind of stuff. So that's an option. So you look, look for some other avenue of revenue besides just you know just your job. Look for something else as far as you know revenue goes. Okay, very 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 important. Uh, some other things that you could do to be prepared always. Uh, if you know you are going to lose your job, one of the things I would strongly recommend is looking at how much unemployment you're going to get ahead of time. So know to yourself, okay, I know I'm going to be losing my job. Maybe I should call, you know, Social Security 
yeah, Social Security, hell, the unemployment office, and say, hey, how much am I going to get every week? Because it may be less than you. Well, it's always nice to be more, but uh, the odds of chance is probably going to be less than what you're thinking. So make sure that you go ahead and, you know, know how much you're going to get. And, you know, make sure, you know, that you know, uh, when, when you know what you're going to get, the next step in that process is going to be getting a budget together. Now, if you know you're only going to be getting this much, you may have to try to cut your budget down a little bit. Try to cut down things that you can't, you know, it's going to be hard to cut certain things out. Or you can't cut the electric bill, you can't cut the phone bill, you can't cut the... You, know, you you can't. I mean, you can cut the phone bill down. You can get you know a phone that's not a smartphone. By the way, folks, a lot of people say that to me all the time. Well, I can't cut my phone bill down. Uh, if you have to, you you don't need. I mean, you don't need your smartphone. You could always cut down to a flip phone for a little while. Most of the times they'll give them to you, or you can go with a prepaid and transfer your number. If you really had to, you can cut your your cell phone bill down. Just so you know that. Okay, um, you're unemployed. You're tightening your budget. That's something you could do. By the way, just a little cost saving thing. You know, go to flip phone. Go to the prepaid phone. You know, you don't necessarily need your iPhone when you're not working, okay? I know it's a luxury. We all like it, but it really gets, comes down to it, it's a luxury. If you really need something, if somebody really needs to go do that bad, you can text and you can call with a, a prepaid phone. So um, that's something you can do. I know people tell me all the time, but you can't cut down your cell phone bill. You can. It just depends on what you want to live without, okay? Uh, some other things, folks, as well, like I said, cut back. It's going to be hard. Your electric is tough to cut back on because, you know, it's... That that's a tough thing to cut back on because, as much as you can try, it you need the electric. I mean, you turn off lights on that, but you're not going to get your electric bill at hundreds of dollars. Uh, it's just not going to happen. Your water bill is the same way. I mean, you can cut back. I mean, it's hard to cut back on using water. Uh, I mean, you, you can't cut back on washing. You can't cut back on that kind of stuff. But you can cut back on. I mean, I mean that, that's just a tough thing to cut back on too. It's even with the heat. I mean, you can keep the heat lower, but you're not going to cut it by a ton of money. So, I mean, that that's, you know, those are tough things to try to cut back on. It really is. Uh, but the things you can cut back on, like I said, your cell phone bill, you can cut back on that. Uh, you can actually call and call your call around for insurance rates for cars and see if you can get a cheaper car insurance rate. Uh, obviously, you paid for it for the year. Obviously, you paid, if you pay all at once, some people do. Obviously, you wouldn't want to do that thing because it's paid for for a year. It's something you don't have to worry about. But uh, if you pay monthly or, or even quarterly, uh, you may want to say to yourself, "Hey, let me let me shop around for cheaper car insurance rates," uh, and don't tell them you're unemployed because then they'll, you know, or you're going to be unemployed because the rates will go up. But that's something you can do. Like I said, shop around for deep, deep and you can do it with your homeowners too. Don't, don't what you shouldn't do is definitely don't don't lower the the value in your home, obviously, uh, but just shop around for a def, different, um, you know, different thing. Now the other thing too, I always say to people, you can cut back insurance by upping your your deductible. I don't really recommend that if you're unemployed because obviously you're not going to have the extra money. That's why you're doing that. But that's an option too. I hate to say that, but if you're really in a bind, you could always up the premiums on your insurance to kind of keep get the homeowners insurance down lower. I don't recommend that, but that is an, an option. But hey, you know if you don't if, if you go up to like say you know a thousand dollar deductible, if you if you if you have a thousand dollars in your savings account, you know if you go a thousand dollars, you can save yourself money every single month. So I mean, those are options as well as far as dropping your, you know, dropping your, your cost of living. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of things you could do as well. Like I said, home bills. I mean, like I said, your cell phone, your insurance, you can, those things you can drop quite a bit. Uh, you know, the, as far as, as far as your, your data, your household bills, 
you know, it, it, there's there's a lot of things you can do. Obviously, if you have if you have a you know, obviously if somebody that comes and, and like a landscaper, you can obviously cut the lawn yourself. Uh, you can get a used lawnmower off Craigslist and start doing you know your own lawn. I mean, that's a way of saving money. Uh, there, I mean, there there are things you could do, but I mean, when it really comes down to it, ultimately in the end, it's <laughs> those are bills that are very very hard to cut out. Um, the landscaper, you can you, know, you can cut out going out to eat. You know, you can eat home. Uh, you can maybe not get, you know, maybe not eat prime rib every night, but you can cut back and get, you know, cheaper things to eat. Stuff like that. So there, there are things you can do uh, to help cut certain bills, but your basic household bills, your mortgage is not going to change, your car payment isn't going to change, uh, stuff like that. Now, I know some people have said to you, well, you could refinance your home and stretch the payments out longer. Yeah, but there's a problem. There, there's, there's issues with that one. Now you're going deeper into debt, actually. Even though, yes, your payments are going to be cheaper every month. They're going deeper into debt. Uh, but if you lost your job, you're not going to ever get a mortgage. You're not going to be able to refinance. Uh, unemployment or not, it's not, they're not going to let you. Bank would never do that. So uh, you have that to contend with as well. So there's uh, options there. But like I said, it, it, there are things you can do to cut back. Uh, so one of the things you're going to need to think about, though, folks, if you are going to be losing your job is, and if you and if you lost your job, uh, you know it, it's you're gonna have to look into it. But if you're if you're still working, you're gonna want to look at your your health insurance because that's gonna be something that may be an expense to you. You may have medical needs and you may still need health insurance. You know, God forbid you're uh, you're a cancer patient and you have to get cancer treatments every single month and stuff of that. Uh, you know, you may want to look at how are you going to afford that. I know it's a scary possibility, but it's a real thing you're going to have to think about. You may just say, well, I'll just drop my insurance and deal with the bills as they come. Well, that's that's all well and good, but you're going to be accruing a lot of medical bills very, very quickly. Um, could you stretch them out? Yeah, but that's going to be, you're going to rack up some bills really quick. So you may want to look at what you're going to do with health care-wise. You may want to look at maybe change to Obamacare. Uh, you may want to look at COBRA, which is when you carry your insurance from your current employer and pay the difference that they're not paying. Uh, there's going to be some, some decision you're going to have to make with that, but that is a very real possibility. That really right there is one of the things that really kills people. I hate to say this, but even with this Affordable Care Act, that's that's one of the things that really kills people is they lost a job, and now they got to deal with the insurance issues. So that's something that you're going to have to contend with, and it's going to be something that's going to be a real thing. You're going to have to look at your finances and figure out what am I going to do here. So some other things you can look at now. And, oh, by the way, folks, too, just so you know, um, one of the things that you can do if you're single, there's not really much you're going to be able to do with the health insurance. You're on your own, but you know you got to fair cobra or something like that. But if you're married, uh, you know you may want to look into you know going on your spouse insurance. People say, well, the spouse insurance is, is more expensive than mine is, right? But it's still going to be cheaper than anything you can get on your own. So that's something you may want to think about there as well. You're going to have to probably one of the things, folks, that you can do. By the way, folks, that I do want to point out is one of the things you can do as far as cost savings. Uh, if you're not working and you have student loans, you may be able to defer those. I'm not saying you definitely can, but that's something you may want to think about as well. I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, most of the times you can't, but there is a possibility where some of them you will be able to. Also, too, folks, as far as lowering your household bills, I do want to bring up. I mean, I don't recommend this because I hate to see anybody hurt their credit. But if you know that you're going to be losing your job, if you call your credit card company and tell them you're going to be losing your job, you're not going to be able to afford the payments, a lot of times they will work with you to bring your payment down as you can afford it. They'd rather you pay something than not pay at all. 
So that's another option as well, folks. That for those of you that are going to be, you know, if you're going to be losing your job, that is a real possibility that you could actually do to bring down your your payments. Okay, let's call your credit card company and tell them, hey, I'm losing my job. I don't want to not pay. What can I pay? You know, they you know they'll they'll work with you. They don't want you not to pay. They rather you pay something than nothing. So that's something you never look at. And like I said, folks, when I talk about revising the budget. There are things that I do want you to think about, okay? And I'm serious. There are things that are going to be hard to do. Okay, there's going to be things you're going to look at, okay, what luxury items can we live without? Okay? You may have to, you know, say to yourself, hey, we're not going to be afforded to go away this year. We really should save the money. Okay? You may have to say to yourself, hey, I'm not going to be able to afford this, you know, just gym membership. Maybe I'll just jog at home or do some calisthenics or something like that. Um, yeah, they're, they're going to be hard decisions, you know. Uh, you know those 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 rims I've been looking at for my car or my truck. You know, I'm 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 gonna have to push that stuff off. You know, they're they're going to be tough decisions, folks. Nothing's easy about not having enough money coming in. Uh, some of the things, folks, you're going to want to do as well. Like I said, put off any big purchases, but. One, if you know you're going to be losing a job or if you have a lost job, obviously get your resume together. Okay. Now, there are some great books, by the way, on Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles, uh, stuff like that, where you can go and some really great books on how to put together a great resume and a great cover letter. You may want to get one of those books. I don't tell you not to buy things that you don't need. But in this case, that may be a, a $9.99 purchase that might be really worth your time. Uh, you know, you're going to make yourself, depending on the position you look, one of the things, folks, about resumes is you're going to want to take the time to look at it and say, okay, the, you know, this job I'm applying for, I'm a little overqualified for it, but I really could really use this job. Okay, let me um, let, let me revive my resume to make me look not as qualified. I know it sounds terrible, folks, but that's really the truth. If you need a job, you got to make yourself look stupider. you got to make yourself look like you're not overqualified. Uh, the same thing goes with anything you're trying to do. You have to, you know, if you want to make yourself look better, you got to make the resume look a little better. You know, if you want that more paying job, so you're gonna have to look at your resume. You may have a couple copies of your resume laying there. You might have to make a decision. Okay, this is my this job. You know, applying for this job. Here's my, you know, my simpler resume. Here's the job. You know, the management job. Let me apply with my more extensive resume. So I'm not saying you to lie in your resume, but you may have to, you know, dumb it down a little bit for those less paying jobs if you really need that job. And again, folks, if you get a job. It's not your dream job. It may just be a filler job until you get a job that you that you lost. That's like the one you just lost. Okay, or you, or you may have to stay there for a little bit to work your way up the ladder. Okay, there's a couple things you can do. Just because you're getting another job doesn't not mean it's going to be your dream job, and it doesn't mean that it's going to be a job you're going to want forever. It may just be a filler job just to start bringing money into the house and get yourself some health care until you know something better comes around. So do realize that just because you got a job does not mean it's going to be the same you know job forever. So just remember that. Uh, definitely start looking right away, folks. If you do, if you are going to, by the way, folks, I want to point this out. Um, if you are going, and I hate when people do this, if you know you're going to be losing a job in in four in three four months from now, start looking now. Don't wait. Okay, that drives me nuts. Like my one friend, he said, "Well, I didn't start looking. I didn't lose my job yet." It doesn't matter. Start looking now. You know you're going to be losing your job. If you're going to take some time off from that the job right now. You know, they, they're going to be okay with it because they know they're going to be laying you off. So they know you're going to be looking for another job. So take, take your time and, and don't be afraid to go out there and, you know, 
start looking. It's a, you know you may have to start looking now, before you lose your job. Okay, start getting if you know you're gonna lose your job in six months, start getting your resume together today. You know what I mean? Like I mean that's just okay. Start looking now. People say, well, I don't want to take a job that's been making less. Well, guess what? You may have to because you're gonna be losing your job anyway. Okay, or you can tell the company, hey, I, you know, I, you know, I'm losing my job in three months. Uh, well, they ask, when could you start? Well, I really, I'm supposed to wait until they get laid off in three months. If they say no, that's not good for us. Then say, well, you know, then you may have to say, well, you know, I'll start now. You may have to take less money earlier. Less money is better than no money. People say, well, I can make more on unemployment. Unemployment's not not forever though. And you know, unemployment, you know, <laughs> you can stretch it out for a year so we can file extensions, but eventually it will run out. So, start thinking about those things. You know. Like I said, you definitely want to um, distribute it too. Make sure you get it out there. You know, put it out on Monster. You know, put it out on uh, CareerLink. Put it out on Dice. Put it out on LinkedIn. Put it out, put it everywhere. You know, don't put your job, you know, your resume out just on one site. Another thing too, folks, don't put your resume out there and wait for people to call you. Be actively looking. Okay, you may not you you know don't just throw your resume and say oh I'll wait for somebody to find me. No, no, you go find them. Okay, that's the best way. Okay, to get a job is to be be looking for them, not them looking for you. That's how you find good jobs. You look for them. They don't let them look for you because if companies are looking for you, that means that they everybody that's come to them hasn't been worth it. So you really need to go ahead and and start you know pounding the pavement looking for a job. As whether it's a job resume, whether it's a job looking for you know, working in a hotel, fast food, whatever it is, you know, get out there and start, you know, start looking. Okay. Again, like I said, always know, always know what what your options are. Okay. And, and you want to make sure too, folks. Uh, and I'm not trying to put more of this on on your. You know, I'm not trying to put more, you know, more of this, on your spouse. But if you know. You know, if you, if you, you know, or, or your girlfriend or whoever she is, if you know you're going to be losing your job, have your and you know you're gonna and you're having a hard time finding one, and you know it's coming up to a close point where hey, I'm gonna be without money for a while here. Don't be afraid, okay, to ask your girlfriend, or your spouse, if they can work overtime at their job. And then you can say, well, I'm afraid to ask that, and it goes for anybody, husbands, wives, or okay, because the truth is, you know. That person's going to have to, you know, help out, you know, well, one down one income. So if you're married or something like that, you may have to say, hey, you're going to have to work a little overtime. It's not an easy thing to say. But in their defense, too, and I always say it's kind of a guy talking to, looking from a guy's perspective, but women, you know, understand when guys got to do it, too. Uh, you know, if, if your wife is saying, you know, hey, you know, you may say, honey, you know, you're going to have to work some overtime to compensate for us not getting as much money. You as you may have to actually say, hey, you know, I'll take care of the kids. I'll take care of getting dinner together. I'll take care of clearing the house. You know, hey, you're not working, so you got time. So don't be, you know, don't be afraid to to do that. I mean, hey, you know, you, you know, you're a team when you, you know, you're together and living together, or married, whatever it is. Okay, but don't forget, you got, you know, just because you're not working doesn't mean you can't contribute. If she's, if he or she is working all the overtime to to keep, you know, roof over your head, keep the bills paid. And up to date, you may have to say, "Hey, I gotta, I gotta do, you know, some things around here." So there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, also, too, folks, like I said, putting off any large purchases, 
Uh, I do want to say one thing, folks. I know, and I hate to hate to say this, but you know, I, I've just told you to do stuff if you're if you're home. But the only thing you don't want to do, folks, is if you are home all day, don't start doing a big construction project because, you know, the problem with that is you're going to start spending a lot of money too. I've been saying, well, I'm home, I got to make myself useful. Yeah, but you don't want to start, you know, tearing down walls and get buying insulation, wood, because then you're going to start getting hundreds and hundreds of dollars of, bit of extra money that you really don't have to put out right now. And they say the golden rule, if you know you're going to be losing your job, you should try to drop your expenses and what you're spending by 10%. I know people say, well, it's just 10%. 10% doesn't sound like much, but trust me, 10% is a lot. You know, you may have to cut out. I hate you. You may have to cut, you know, I'm telling you this right now. I mean, I remember when, uh, when my dad lost his job when I was a kid, you know, we cut cable. We didn't have cable for a couple months. Uh, so my dad got another job. So, you know, it's, you know, you just end up reading books and, and you know, go and play outside, which I don't mind that. I'm, I'm a big outdoorsman, obviously. But, um, you know, that's a very real possibility. You may have to say to your kids, hey, we're cutting cable. Nope, no cable. Sorry. You know, um, you may have to say, hey, you know, we're cutting back. You know, whatever's on Netflix is what we're watching. That's it. No Hulu, no, uh, you know, no HBO, no TV, you know, just whatever's on Netflix is what you guys are watching today. That's it. Um, I know, you know, I know those are tough decisions to make, but, you know, cutting your direct TV or cutting your cable could be, you know, fifty, sixty, seven dollars a month, which doesn't sound much, but it adds up. That's another way again to cut your household expenses. Another way to cut your household expenses, folks, is uh, definitely what I would what I would recommend uh, to cut your household expenses is look at uh, what car uh, you're driving every day. I know this is sound kind of crazy, but um, you know, folks, if you're if it's paid for, it's one thing. But, you know, if you have a, a vehicle that's, you know, a big pickup truck that's, you know, four, five hundred, six hundred dollars $600 a month payment, you may want to look at trading that in um, to get something maybe a little more efficient, a little cheaper payment. Uh, I know that's, again, that's a, that's a tough decision to make, but, yeah, it, <laughs> I, I know these are tough decisions, but, yeah, and I believe I say it, I've been there, by the way. I'm speaking from experience. These are things that I've actually gone through. Uh, so you know, you're, you know, you're, I'm speaking from some, somewhat from experience. I cut some household bills. Uh, you know, I was in a position where money was tight, especially when I first started my business, where there were some tough decisions that had to be made, and they're not easy. Uh, lucky enough, I wasn't married at the time, but uh, you know, these are these tough decisions. You sometimes you you have to make, especially when you're if you're starting. We're going to get into starting a business. That's another show we're probably going to do, but excuse me, probably we're definitely going to do it. But uh, these are tough decisions to make. So. Uh, that's one thing you can do to cut back, you know, or you may have to save yourself. You know, money's really tight right now. I'm not getting as much as those unemployment. You know, let me sell my truck. Let me sell my 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 car. And you know, you may have to do that and be down to one vehicle. I know that I know it sounds difficult, but sometimes you got to take the bus. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, they're not easy decisions to make, but that is one thing you may have to do. Uh, your toys, if people say, well, they're paid for. They are, but even though something's paid for, it's still costing you insurance. and the like. You know, you may, you know, you may be in a situation where you got to get rid of that motorcycle, you know, or, or just leave it, in the, leave it in the garage and take the insurance off it if it's paid for. Uh, like, I know it sounds kind of nuts, but, you know, the, you know, if your insurance is, you know, you know, a couple hundred dollars a quarter, you know, that's money you don't have to spend, especially if you're not working. You know, since you're not working, you don't get to have little extras in life, unfortunately. Not trying to sound doom and gloom, but, you know, that's sometimes just the way it is, unfortunately. 
Um, you know, you can you can't you know certain things you can live without. Certain things you can't. You know, you can't live without water. You can't live without heat. You can't live without electric. Uh, those are just things you can't live without. The rest of the things are just luxuries. Uh, especially when you talk to you about having a mortgage and stuff like that. You know, you start getting behind on your mortgage. It, it's very very hard to get caught up. And uh, I don't care what anybody says. It's definitely difficult to get caught up. Some other things, folks, to two for cost saving measures. Uh, you may want to look at uh, not I want to say. I don't want to say cutting back on, on food, but you may want to cut back maybe on some of the labels you're purchasing. Uh, I'm not saying, obviously, you can't cut back on food. Obviously, you know, I don't want people anybody going hungry. But you may want to cut back on the brand labels you're buying. Uh, instead of buying Frosted Flakes, you can actually go ahead and buy, uh, you know, the no-name cereal. No, it doesn't sound like much, folks, but at, you know, $2 here, $3 there, $4 there, that could cut your, that could cut your, uh, your grocery bill down, you know, $100, which doesn't sound like much, but we're not working. It is. Not only do you folks, if you are unemployed, you have time, uh, you may want to, you know, spend the $2 to get the Sunday paper and go through and see what's on sale. Uh, cut out those coupons and stuff like that and use, you know, you may have to use stuff you never used before, you know. You know, if you're a person that always uses Tide, but, you know, something else is on sale that week, as long as everybody, nobody has an allergy to, uh, to detergent, you know, you may have to, you know, use that other brand and save $2, you know, with that coupon. You know, I'm just saying, folks, you know, it's just... Stuff this ways to save money when you're not working. Some other things as well that you can try, and it's like I said, it's just a suggestion. Uh, like I said, cutting back on things. Uh, some things you can cut out, as far as I'm not saying cut out food because you have you can't, but uh, one of, like some of the things you can do is like I said, use your coupons, and you can also too go to uh, if you if you can. By the way, this is something that's going to be perfectly clear with your medical physician. But um, you know, if you're in a situation with health insurance, uh, one of the things you can do, and make sure you check with your doctor first. I'm just a guy doing a podcast. I am not a medical physician. I am not a doctor. But uh, one of the things you can do is you can go to ask if you, your doctor to prescribe, prescribe you uh, the generics of your medication. Uh, believe it or not, I have had friends that. Uh, were in a situation where they didn't, they weren't working, and they did need to cut back, and that was one of the things they did do. They went to the doctor, and the doctor prescribed them uh, some generics in the medications. Prescriptions are not cheap, but the generics are cheaper. So that's especially if you're not working, because don't forget, folks, just because you're not working, your your bills are going to go up because you don't have health insurance. You know, you know, if you're not if you if you're not working and you're saying, okay, well, I'm not working. You know, how are my bills going to go up? Well, they are because you're not. If you may have medical insurance, you may have medical needs and prescriptions, so you may need to go to generics. Uh, that's something you may things that have to discuss with a medical physician. Uh, I am not a, um, you know, I'm not a medical physician, right? so again, you know, don't take my word for it, but ask your doctor, and uh, that may be a real possibility. Another place too, I hate to say this, but ladies, if if you're you know, if if you're not working, you know, you may have to cut back on the on the cosmetics. You may have to cut back on the salon. You may have to cut back on the fancy haircuts. Uh, guys, same thing. You know, uh, you know, guys, especially it's a little easier for us. You know, guys, go buy yourself a razor at uh, Walmart for twenty bucks and give yourself a buzz cut. Uh, you know, twenty dollars on a haircut. You know, especially if you got not saying just one person, but you got a couple kids. You know, gives you know buzz cuts or. Little cheap. Not saying the girls. Now, girls are older. You don't want to cut your daughter's long hair. I don't care how desperate you are. I would never do that. Um, no, I would never do that to my children. But my daughters. But my daughter, I wouldn't. My, you know, I don't have a son. But if I did, you know, he, I'm sure he wouldn't mind a buzz cut. What kid? A little little kid doesn't 
mind a good buzz cut in the summer when they're running around and playing and all that kind of stuff. That, that's different. But uh, your wife, your daughter, keep the keep the clippers away. But you know, you yourself, guys, you know, you can give yourself a buzz cut. Ain't gonna kill you. You know, save yourself money. Uh, ladies, you may want to paint your own nails. That's a you know option. You can cut back on those kind of things. You know, you know, doing your nails, some of that. You can do them yourself if you have time. You know, that's a place to cut. You know, I'm not saying. Again, I'm gonna make sure I reiterate that. Keep the clippers away from the kids, okay? Especially the little girls, okay? If your, if your son's okay with it, buzz them. But nothing wrong with a good, you know, neat and tight, okay? But uh, yeah, don't don't keep don't, don't. That's one thing that drove me nuts one time. I knew somebody as a kid that uh, they shaved their kid's head and and that they shaved their daughter's head and that bothered me. I can't imagine doing that. So don't don't do that. You're, you know, don't embarrass your children. But you know, guys can get away with it. Um, but one thing too, like I said, though, like I said, ladies, though, you can, you know, if you want to. My, my wife actually started doing her nails herself just because she got so sick of waiting in lines at the salon, started doing her own nails. Actually, she does a really good job with it. Um, so ladies, you can, you know, you're going to try. And, and the other thing too, folks, you know, YouTube is a resource, especially when you're not working. You know, if you, if you really need to, to do something, uh, you can look on YouTube and a lot of times it'll give you a lot of information. Some other things, folks, uh, car maintenance, uh, you know, I know it's a tough issue, but. You know, try to maintain. You know, if you're maintaining one vehicle is cheaper than maintaining two. Uh, even if you want to keep the other one, maybe you might want to not drive it as much. And you know, another thing you can do, folks, as well. I hate, and I really don't like doing this. If you have a, if you have a loan on it, you're not going to be able to. But uh, if the car is paid for, you may want to look at maybe taking off full coverage and maybe putting on just liability only, or maybe just comp and liability. You know, there, there are options to cut back insurance. Uh, I hate to do that, but if you're desperate, you can do it. Uh, some other things, folks, as well, you can do. Just uh, going to wrap up here in a minute, but I'm really trying to save money. Uh, you can call your car insurance and tell them that you're not working anymore, you're not driving as much. Uh, sometimes they will drop the rate. I have seen that, by the way, uh, from experience. My friend of mine actually did that. Uh, he and That's something, too, folks, by the way. if uh, That's something else, too, talking about uh, saving money. Uh, it's not. I want to point this out because it kind of drives me nuts a little bit. Uh, a friend of mine was was working, sort of taking the train every single week because it would be cheaper. Uh, you know, you got to watch that kind of stuff because taking public transit isn't always cheaper. I just want you guys to know that. Uh, some other things, folks, to do uh, if you're not working and your spouse is, and I, and I hate to say this, you know, or, or your girlfriend is or your boyfriend is, but one of the things you can do is tell them, hey, you know, I cooked last night. Why don't you bring your lunch? Don't run out and spend $70 for lunch. You know, I packed you a nice lunch here, a nice salad, nice this, nice that. Uh, you know, why don't you bring your lunch with you today so that we don't spend extra money. Uh, I know it's tough, guys, but, again, you know, anything with your kids, if they buy lunch at school, you may want to pack them a lunch. You're home, you're not working, you have the time. Pack them a lunch, save a few dollars, use the leftovers. You know, and that's another thing, too, folks. If, if you are not working, make sure you do use your leftovers of that. Don't waste any food. Uh, because you know, you, you know, food is obviously cost. So, some other things, folks, that you can think of as well uh, to really help you uh, as far as cutting back a little cost-saving things. Uh, like I said, you, maybe if you maybe maybe you want to cut cable. Now you say you want to cut your cable, your television, uh, but guys, you may want to just cut back on it. You know, maybe get rid of the premium stations. If it saves you some money every month, I'm not saying you got to rid of it. Maybe you might be financially able not to. 
you know, but you may want to say, well, we're not working, you know, I'm not working, I'm making as much, I really need to cut back, you know, maybe, maybe just cut back on the, pre you know, get rid of the premium stations, you know, get rid of the NFL ticket on DirecTV, you know, guys, I know it's hard to say, but, you know, you know, just maybe, maybe not, maybe not get rid of it, but just maybe just, you know, cut back, and that's not the two folks you got to think about, too, when you, when you do decide to cancel certain things when you're, when you're cutting back, if you get hit with a big cancellation fee, it's not always cheaper to cancel. Just realize that. I know people say all the time, well, if I, if, I, if, I cut, if I don't cancel it, you know, I don't, well, yeah, but if you're spending $50 a month, $6 a month, it's going to cost you $300 to cancel. You know, how long, you know, if a job looks like it's on the horizon, you know, you may want to say, eh, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just wait, you know. So there are a lot of things you could. You know, you got to look at your everybody's situation is different, obviously. And like I said, I'm not an expert in anything. I'm just a guy, you know, doing a podcast that uh, has been through this stuff and that's done some research and stuff like that. And I'm trying to help educate everybody on, uh, you know, surviving a big crisis like losing your job. And losing your job is a crisis, folks. Your job is one of the most important things you have in life. Uh, and I'm not saying it's more, not more important than, your, you know, your religion or your family. But it is, folks, a very important thing. Your job is one of the most important things. It's your source of income. It's how you put food on the table. It's how you keep a roof over your head. So it is one of the most important things. People say, oh, I hate my job. Yeah, you hate it. But if you didn't have it, you'd be really upset. <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, just something to think about, guys. You know, as much as you may hate it, think about if you lost it, how tough life gets. So that's why you need to do your best to try to do, you know, to try to keep it, or if you're going to lose it, try to get another one as quickly as you possibly can. And, you know, like I said, so these are things, like I said, I'm just giving you guys suggestions. Uh, like I said, folks, uh, I'm going to wrap it up here, but uh, if you have any questions, like I said, go on our website, survivalistpodcast.org, uh, click on the contact us link, contact us link, and, uh, you know, so shoot me an email, let me know what's on the show, let me know if you have any show suggestions. Uh, this is actually a suggestion by a friend of mine who just started listening. Uh, he said to me, he goes, hey, you know, I might be losing my job. you have any suggestions? And I said, well, I can do a show about it. And he's like, yeah, that'd be awesome. So, uh, you know, any shows you have an idea of me, I'll take the time, research the idea, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, again, survivalspodcast.org. Again, we're on iTunes now. Uh, we're going to be on Google, the Google Play Store shortly. And uh, like I said, I want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, we will talk to you again very soon. Thank you.